Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Podcast. I wanted to find a thing and the thing is gone. That's really annoying when it does that. I don't remember where it was. Thank you, all done. Thank you, says Maria in the WhatsApp group. No, I said thank you, all done. That yeah. D- no, I'm not Maria. You are Maria. Am I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've been saying it for years. It's like a Mission Impossible oh. thing. You're going to pull off a rubber face. That is in there. That's why I've got oh, leopard. Pull off your rubber face. Pumps on. <laughs> That's your just into that. <laughs> Uh, this is the intro to the podcast. We don't ever know what's going to happen. We just start talking and we see what happens. So far, not much. No. Not much. Not much. I'm trying to post something for a friend and it's not posting. Yeah, oh, but I think it's, it's Instagram. I'm having an issue here. Guys, Instagram is down. All right. Uh, this podcast is not live. No matter what time you're listening to this, uh, it is down. Uh, our team is on it. Our team. Yeah. Who's joining threads, lads? I'll join threads when it comes. Yeah, I think so too. Why how do people invite more communication admin into their lives? But you can just bin off another one. Yeah, like if yeah, threads okay. is good, we'll get rid of Twitter. Yeah, I don't Nobody's gonna get rid of Twitter. Well you are if it's a hate filled spewing mess and you've got threads which isn't. Like everyone said that but about for how long? But everyone said that about um what you call Facebook it? no uh, Instagram when they started mm. doing stories they were like oh Snapchat is they're just robbing what Snapchat do and then everyone just went well I just like it on Instagram so I'll just do that now so, I do I not know. miss Snapchat no I'm s- the only reason I'm on Snapchat is to communicate with my kids yeah kids still use it a lot don't yeah, they yeah all the time do you ever go to like go on the internet and you're like I have a few minutes I'm just gonna go on my phone while I'm waiting for this train or whatever mm-hmm. and then you, you go I don't even know where to look it's like when like you I, sit down I to watch something on the that. telly and you're like, you put on Netflix and you're like, yeah. I don't even know what is telly. Yeah. What will I watch? <laughs> I don't know. I'll just watch the same thing I've been watching for the last 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to look at. Yeah. And then I'll end up looking at two news sites and then just get annoyed. And then I think, oh, where where is everybody going? On <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where... Then I end up looking at stupid stories that are suggested for me by Google. And because I looked at a Noel Gallagher story in 2017, this is all I get. But is there not things you're interested in? Like, is there not spheres of knowledge that you don't know enough about that you're intrigued by that you want to learn more things like? So, for example, I really want to learn about swirl painting, which is like, which is where you... Well, I, I do, really I do. want to learn about swirl I painting. I do. So it's a, it's a, a technique where you have a, a vessel of water and you put paint on the top and you push something through the, the paint that sits on the top and it comes out swirly painted. I want to learn how to do that for a guitar, but also you can do it for a water bottle or a box or whatever you want. like tie-dye. Yeah, I suppose tie-dye for, yeah, yeah. On, on water. Anyway, yeah. I wrote, so for example, that's right now, I'm watching an awful lot. You're ahead of the curve or behind the curve on the old tie-dye thing? <laughs> oh, tie-dye's so popular nowadays. But what I'm trying to learn about it, so I would go on and go onto YouTube and I would search how to swirl paint and I would watch, like, there's, I cut, there's not enough minutes in the day for me to watch the amount of swirl videos I want to watch at this moment in time. Do you not have those things? No. No, I subscribe to some people on YouTube, but then... I get bored of them and then I just don't know where to go just to look at interesting things. Golf. Why don't you watch tutorials on like higher level golfers that will help? Well, I watch golf tutorial videos but they just mess you up. 
Then you go to the range and you're trying to do this thing that you saw the guy do and then your swing is banjaxed. You're better off not looking at them. Um, I'm trying to think what other things you're interested in. Every time I look over your shoulder, you're looking at something interesting on the internet. (laughs) You do always say that. You go, what are you you looking at there? (laughs) It's like if ever I look at Sean's Twitter feed, it looks like the most magical land. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Mine is just full of retweets of like... Win a, win a weekend in Montanati. Retweet this, share. That's all I ever see. That's terrible, you poor fella. You're not, you're not even seeing the hate film. What's that dig? G-I-D-G-G.com. Dig.com. Yeah. That has interesting things. And so doesn't... much. Dig. At boingboing.net. Have you ever gone onto that? No. No. It's just stuff from the internet. Like curated by other people. Okay, boing boing and dig. I'll okay. start there. At least start there. And it's not like there will be a lot of American politics stuff, which I just completely ignore because it's so boring. Um, but like, there's other genuinely interesting things. Like there, you've got you've got to go through. You might go through six pages of boing boing and find two things worth watching. Ah, the effort. Yeah, but it's like then you're going. Oh, now I'm down a rabbit hole of this interesting thing. I just don't know if I'm interested in that much stuff. Yeah, that's what happens. If you're just not interested in the in the internet, <laughs> where are people going on the internet? Is a T-shirt we should definitely get printed. Like you're kind of like, oh god, I can't find anything. I can't find anything. And then you go, I'm just going to put, my, I'm just going to put it in my pocket. And I go, oh, that's better. <laughs> it's oh, the pressure. I don't feel that way. You should be yeah. being entertained. You're like, oh guys, I'm just playing a game. Oh, just checking the news feed. Oh my god, what's the weather like in a Hispanic scan? <laughs> <laughs> Can we all move to Hispanic? Gotta check my diary. Oh, replying to 17 different message formats and all the social medias. Yay. Okay, cool. Done. Well, why don't you just do that then? Just, just put my hands in my pockets and walk. Listen to the birds. Listen to the birds. It's an option. Like seagull. Sounds like there's a bar fight on my roof every morning. Those seagulls are so heavy. And they're always like, go, 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 go. Like they're never just landing. It's all it's a full-on five-a-side tournament <laughs> on the roof every morning. Well, the, what pleases me most about this is that Dermot and I both live in coastal North County Dublin towns where we can see each other's houses from <laughs> where we live and I have no seagulls ever and he's plagued by them. What, what it, is. it is. It must be the harbour yeah. and the fish well, and the chips. Oh, it's the chips. Yeah. The chips. It's the, it's the food in the bins and stuff rather mm. than the trawlers, I think. Because, I mean, I've been to many fishing villages. That's not the and same. it's not the same. The West Coast doesn't seem to be plagued in the same way at all. But do the gulls have places to roost? Because don't, don't load, you know what I mean? Well, Maybe there's lots the... of houses. And, like, they're, on, they're in housing estates. It's not as if they're on picturesque cliffs. Yeah, that's, and also, of course, in the city centre. The city centre seagulls. I mean, they yeah. are, like, I, no I offence to the city centre, but they are, like, they're, tough. they're well, t- tough, street tough. I'll say this and I'll say no more. I was out on a walk one Saturday morning having a wonderful time. I was coming back through Dublin City Centre and I saw a seagull and I went, cute seagull, because I think they're kind of, they have funny faces. Mm. And then I realised that he was not uh, eating something that he should have been eating. Um, he was eating uh, a carcass, for want of a better expression, of a dead, another dead bird. Another dead bird. So cannibal seagull. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen. They're going to take over. We're all going to die and then we won't have the internet anymore in New York will be dead because well, seagulls you, us. You know the way birds' gullets are amazing that they can they can swallow things down like snakes can that are bigger mm, than yeah. whatever. <laughs> I did see on the internet the other day when I went on the internet to just have a peruse and I went on oh, and I saw so I saw a video of a seagull gulping down a squirrel. Like they're not small animals, squirrels, and the seal was just like, ooh, ooh, like that for ages, and the tail and the two legs were taken out, and then eventually disappeared, uh, and it was just like he just wandered off, like 
That's me done for an hour. Do, 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 do. <laughs> he just swallowed a squirrel. They're going to kill us all. That's it. They're coming for you. All right. Lock um, your doors. If anyone has any recommendations for how Dermot can go on the internet, um, please, please don't email him because you'll never get it. I don't it. think this internet thing's going to catch on. No, maybe yeah. not. I wouldn't waste your time. Right, this is the best of Dermot and Dave podcast. Loads of stuff in the week that we never remember what it is, but sure, look Wait here a minute. We're on the internet. Oh, now. my God. We're in it. What are you doing while you're listening to this? Are you, are you like, are I'm you, in is this, it. Is, is this in the background and then you're reading something or you're on dig.com? Or, I'd be interested. No, I can't, read, I can't read and listen to words at the same time oh really no one or the other interesting my brain can't handle it yeah it's too much mm. why do you need to be doing that to your poor brain just give it one thing to in do in the morning the time. if I'm listening to the radio and then I'm looking at stuff for the show I will have not heard a single thing I'll be listening but I won't have heard it <laughs> Dave knows uh, I'm unable to do that yes. if I'm reading something there is no world no nope. I'm not even in human form <laughs> it's actually true he is in the form of whatever he is reading yeah because often I'll have to go <laughs> Did you hear that? And you go, I did not hear that. And it was literally <laughs> said out loud in the room. To like, him directly. Did you, did you hear that? No. Yeah, I, I have an incredible natural filter system, which I've noticed that my kids have as well. Oh, yeah. Like they, you're talking to them. If they're doing something like reading something, they will not hear you. Yeah. Whereas you are like, I am the master of the merry you're Spinning plates. That's me all the time. Constantly whirring one wheel. symbols. You're like a one-man band of focus... <laughs> Alright, enjoy the podcast This is Today FM Maria's eating something called Quark <laughs> Quark's in Star Trek what? She's essentially made her own cheesecake Yeah, it's a- On her laptop <laughs> What <laughs> is this? On my laptop It's Weedabix on the bottom Like all smashed Mashed Yeah, because you put a little bit of water on it And then you mash it and leave it in the fridge overnight And then I put Quark What's Quark? Well, it looks like yogurt Probably tastes like yogurt But it's, it's more filling it's like protein. It's it's a fat-free soft cheese. All right. Is it actually it's cheese? Flavored. It's not like some cheese replacement. It's no, actually no, no, cheese. cheese. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and then strawberries, yeah. chopped strawberries on the top. So it does look like a cheesecake, but it's not. It's tricking my brain into thinking I'm eating cheesecake for breakfast, but I'm actually having wheat bits and yogurt <laughs> yeah. with berries. <laughs> well, you know, Quark was the Ferengi casino owner on Deep Space Nine. Right. <laughs> he always wanted bars of platinum. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he had a weird crease on the side of his face. Well, well, he's, he's, Frankie's not the most attractive in the old Delta Quadrant. Wasn't it true? That if you wanted to titillate a Ferengi, wouldn't you tickle behind their yeah. ears? <laughs> yes, that's true. All my Deep Space Nine lore is coming back to me. Most of it's about titillating quarks. Well, lads, he's delicious. <laughs> Well, Maria, you. you go and enjoy your quirk. Uh, we should ask you one thing before we move any further, which is we have a big announcement coming your way in about 15 minutes' time. What do you think it is? 087 There's already a suggestion from Pete who says if the big announcement is the return of the Half Nine Howie, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so not. Do I. It's at Half Nine. It's, I know it's hard do to believe, but it's bigger than the Half Nine Howie. <laughs> it's even bigger than that. But have a guess on 087 102 and uh, we'll tell you what it is in a few minutes' time. But uh, we have to address the fact that Dermot Whelan has returned from a holiday in the west of Ireland and <laughs> he is wearing the most Aaron jumper of Aaron jumpers that has ever been worn. That's right, I, I was on Inishmoor, deep in the heart of the Atlantic Ocean, surrounded by the spirits of our ancient Firbolg ancestors in the shadow of Dona Inga's fort. 
I mean, I think deep in the heart of the Atlantic Ocean is it's a couple of miles offshore. <laughs> is actually where it no. is. Like that. It's in the heart of our spirit and culture, and there I ventured with my two sons, Oneen Og, <laughs> Angus Matthew. Bond. <laughs> uh, how do they feel about being renamed on the radio? The poor lads, fairness them. We settled as our ancestors did in a four man tent <laughs> in the Inishmore campsite to Ruthmi Hall, the fine owner who dropped us down to the ferry in the back of his van. Is fine owner an Irish word I don't know, is it? Finon. Finon. <laughs> and there we explored. The island in the same ways our ancestors would have done for hundreds of years before us. We rented bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me this. And we like... visited the many pubs of Inishmore, Joe Watties, Joe Max, and the originally named The Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you allowed to bring children to the bars if I don't know how things work? Are there different rules on the island? In fairness, after you've seen Dun Angus. There's feck all else to do. <laughs> but there, we explored the countryside in great detail. Oh. In fact, one morning my son woke up with a tick burrowing into his leg. <laughs> Sorry, what? The poor fella had a tick, an actual tick. Oh, it's just island life. There was no rash. He had no symptoms. We don't think he has Lyme's disease. <laughs> but yes... No mod cons save for a USB powered airbed pump. We live Sorry, the old does, ways. Does the USB powered airbed pump also give you access to Wi Fi? There is no Wi Fi. We don't need Wi Fi. The only power we need is the whispers of time, <laughs> which you can't really send an email with. <laughs> whispers of time. This sounds like you've gone full Aaron. Like, oh, now listen, I bought the jumper, Dave. I did. Yeah. Um, but I bought it out of necessity because I was freezing. <laughs> the first day in the tent. And they run out of North Face sweatshirts. I, so you <laughs> had no choice but to go native. Yeah. I went fully native and uh, slept in it. It's, it's very it's very nice. Yeah. It's a little bit on the scratchy side. I didn't. It's not the high end. It's from the, the little <laughs> bit of the shop round the back. The mid-tier. Like, yeah. Awkward sizes, that kind of thing. Hang on. Are you sure your son had a tick or was he not just rubbing off against your hairy jumper all night? <laughs> uh, but it was great. And yeah, Iron Islands is a magical place. I'm People no talk about, about the energy of the Iron Islands a lot and you can feel it. You just, everything, modern life just falls away and you just settle into that way of, you'd love it because everybody walks slowly. For me. Slow walking, yeah. great. great. Well, I realised when I came back after a few days, I was walking down the main street of Ennis Diamond uh, in Clare, and I went, oh my God. And I caught a sight of myself in the reflection of a shop window. I could see myself walking, and I was like, I'm so relaxed. I'm walking at the same pace Dave does. <laughs> you strolled. You I, actually, I, did you have your hands I, coped behind your I back? I go as far as to say I idled. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, Dinny Burn to be proud of you. <laughs> But the Iron Islands is is just fabulous. Apart from, apart bonding, from the ticks, bonding trip with my yeah. two teenagers and the ticks. <laughs> tick. He's one of the family now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's amazing though that you got to go away with your your young men. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we had compartments in the tent, 
So I was down one end. All right. They, were up they the don't actually end. want to see you. They bond with you, but from a distance. It's important not to be completely on top of each other. <laughs> uh, but have you ever been up to Dun Angus on Inishmore? Uh, it's the I... Bronze Age fort, basically, up there, where it has huge walls, but then it used the sheer edge of the cliff as defences as well. You've known me for 21 years. Do you think I have been to the Bronze Age fort <laughs> on Inishmore? But it's stunning. I've no doubt. I've no doubt it is. And if Did I you see the video I put on my Instagram, actually, where I put the phone over the edge of the cliff? Jesus. I saw that, and I think my, my comment to you was, get back, you daft <laughs> oh, yeah, bugger. Because yeah, what yeah, were you yeah. doing? You were. It was the most terrifying thing. I've, I wasn't even there, and I was scared of your video. But that's, it's it's just completely exposed. You could just go, dum dee dum dum Ah! <laughs> but it's... <laughs> It's so stunning up there. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, hi to Michael, who owns the campsite there. We look Inishmore. after you. And, uh, and I got to speak a bit of Gaelic as well. Do you make Eirks? A lort. Except you go barreling into a conversation. You're like, you think, okay, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to say this. And you're like, oh, well, I didn't know until one little thing I got. <laughs> and then they go, Oh, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, I'm in way over my head. And then yeah. you realize, oh no, he's Romanian. Sorry, it's actually completely different. Again. <laughs> Pamela Joyce was in Galway over the weekend, and she went into a shop and mm-hmm. bought a little badgine bjog that said Togwelgago. Oh, and when she went to pay for it, Egiak on yoke with on farins and shopa, he started barreling Irish, and she just went. Oh, I don't know anything you're saying. So she's buying a talk well to come badge. <laughs> so you're in good company, I think, Mr. Whelan. It's just the accent. If you've got Monster Irish and you're trying to, then you switch over to that Connemara Island Irish. Yeah. That's another level. Yeah. And then don't talk to us about Donegal. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Even you're talking like English. This is Today FM. Believe Tour with Sky on Today FM. Lads, we've announced it. We're so happy to tell you we are supporting the girls in green all the way from Ireland, all the way to Australia, to Sydney, to Perth, to Brisbane, to get behind them and also then to bring you all the crack and bants we're going to have around Australia. A lot of people a little bit concerned for you, Dave. We've been getting some WhatsApps in. All right. Dave, just make sure when you go to Australia now that you just no, stay beside Dormus. Just make sure that you make the flight home this time. <laughs> You're dead right, David. He missed it the last time, cost him an absolute fortune. He's still paying that one off, I think, about four years later. You're absolutely right. Uh, we also have Breed. Lads, that is so cool that you're going to Australia to support the women. That's amazing. I'm so happy. Uh, although Dave in Australia, yikes. <laughs> Let's hope he gets his flight home. <laughs> Wait, it's the thing that's creeping into absolutely everybody's mind. Fergal was on as well. Lads, the lawyers are going to Australia for the, for the, 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 the big football tournament. Uh, I just want to know how nervous you were when you brought up the subject with your partners. <laughs> yeah. There's always that moment where the next Dermot and Dave thing that takes us away from our families for a elongated period of time comes up and you kind of go... How do I exactly say this? Well, you see, I think we both played the keep it vague over a long period of time. So <laughs> yeah. it was like, look, this is hilarious. This could happen, but it probably won't. There was an awful lot and of that. And then it was like, well, no, it, it still probably won't. Then it was, well, it might happen. And then it probably might happen. And then it is happening. And that's kind of how it happened over time. There was also the conversation of like, all right, so 
Or are we all going? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Maria's going, uh, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which, by the way, this was all agreed and everything while I was still on maternity leave. <laughs> and weirdly, the week before I got a phone call from Sean telling me everything about it, yeah. myself and Johnny were sitting having a little glass of vino. Maternity leave vino. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to celebrate the end of the mat leave. Uh, talking about how if there was any country in the world that we wouldn't want to visit would be Australia <laughs> and we agreed because of spiders oh you don't and, and snakes oh my god I just realised we're going to Australia scorpions Maria's, and all of the stuff that can kill you Maria is still suffering from PTSD from France with spiders <laughs> France and now she's going when to was the, that 2016 the country and right? by the way Sydney the capital of deadly spiders oh. Yeah, but we're staying in a city. Like, no, it's not as if we're going... Oh, yeah, like, there's no, there's no spiders houses. in cities. No, there's none, Maria. It's not like I'm a celebrity where you're in the jungle, yeah, but sleeping I, on the ground. We're staying in people's houses. Like, it's way more likely to have a spider in someone's house than it is in a hotel that's, like, I, cleaned all the time. I am now living for the day that Maria sees her first huntsman spider. Yeah. On the ground, no longer breathing. <laughs> Last time I was there, Maria, I flicked an elastic band at a huntsman that was the size of my hand up on the wall of the house we were in. And it hit him, but it didn't even move. It just crouched and got sturdier, <laughs> ready to jump. Dermot and Dave, playing the music you know. Maria, after being in Australia for many years with my kids, I've taught them only one thing. When they were there around insects, if you don't know what it is, don't touch it. Leave it alone. Huntsmen are fine. They're not da- that dangerous. Just watch out for redbacks, smaller ones. They're more dangerous. <laughs> now it's starting to go. Maria's not now that lo- dangerous. Yeah. You're not looking out for the big ones, Maria. It's the don't small worry. ones that live in your shoes. I don't intend on touching any of them. <laughs> Whatever they are. Myself and Maria were talking last week and we noticed a pattern. We noticed that every now and again, Dermot Whelan manages to miss slash avoid slash <laughs> annoy the world's biggest celebrities. Look, it's not my fault. And in fact, we should be using this on the show. If we want to get the biggest names, which in fairness we do on all the, the time, show, but if we want more, get me to book a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> because anytime I book time off, Suddenly, guys, surprise interview with all of the cast of, of all of the films ever. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you probably heard last week we were doing the um, the Joker for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and Harrison Ford, one of Dermot's all-time heroes, the man who inspired him to do a four-year archaeology degree in Trinity College, had this message for him. Since it's going to be shared with everybody else, I'll make it kind of pleasant. Okay. Hi, Dermot. I'm sorry that you had to study archaeology and then turn around and waste your education pissing your life away on radio. (laughs) Have you ever heard about television? (laughs) The most disappointing thing is that Harrison Ford has never heard of the Republic of Delhi. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You're all over it. take an archaeologist now to dig up that for so long ago. However, that is not the only celebrity who has come a cropper of the Dermot Whelan experience. Uh, Maria, your... Your dream interview in the entire universe is Chris Martin from Coldplay. A million percent. Which, you know, I, I am not, I don't do interviews no, for a living. No, no. I 
tell you how to do them. Yeah. <laughs> tell us what to do. You don't tell us how, you just give out to us when we don't when do it When you do it right. wrong. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So we got this Coldplay interview. Like, unbelievable. And we, of course, decided, Dermot and myself decided, it's only fair that we bring Maria in and let Maria at the end, interview Coldplay. No, give mm. one question. One at question. At the end, what? However, when we logged on to the Coldplay <laughs> interview on Zoom, there was like, you know, a, a Dave screen, a Maria screen straight away. She was there. Chris and John, was it Johnny? Chris and yep. Johnny from yep. Coldplay. And a blank Dermot screen. And the interview went like this. Hello to you, Maria. Hello to you, Dave. Um, thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Are we for expecting someone called Dermot as well? Yeah, there's supposed to be some other spoofer called Dermot. But Chris and Johnny, listen, uh, we are such huge fans in general, but the new song, Higher Power, just hats off. It is absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much. Just, I, I guess Dermot doesn't like it, but we're grateful <laughs> to speak to you guys. <laughs> the true fans are here. You know, yeah. got some gardening to do or something. <laughs> uh, what, what's your pathetic excuse about that one again? No, this was I had gone for a walk with you my went mother. For a walk. No, hang on. My mother had dementia. And anyone who has a relative with dementia knows yeah. that the simplest task can turn into the most complicated disaster. Yeah. So we were at the end of a pier in a hailstorm and I couldn't get back in time for Chris Martin. So that was it. Yeah. Chris was on his own. Then, you know John Cena, okay? The world's biggest wrestling star turned movie star. And John Cena has a catchphrase, which is he shakes his hand in front of his face and he says, You can't see me. <laughs> well, <laughs> just have a listen to how this interview went. I'm great, John. How are you doing? Uh, there's my co-host there, Dermot Whelan. I'm not sure if he can hear us. Hello, hello John. Of technology. There he is. <laughs> hello. <laughs> how are you? Class. Can yeah, you guys hear me? We can hear you. I don't think you can hear us. I can hear you, and don't take the irony in this lightly. I can't see you. <laughs> I, I was always going to try and figure a way to crowbar that in, but John Cena just did it. <laughs> John, congratulations. So the, mo- the interview went on, right? Just totally normal interview with John Cena, the world's one of the this world's biggest wrestling stars. This is my internet. Wrestling it stars, never fails. Right? Failed for this. And then, rather than admit defeat and just go, do you know what, I can't do this interview, he persisted in just like he, his face would pop up on the screen, his mouth would move. John and I would look at each other. Nothing would happen, and then we'd be in the middle of a conversation. And things like <laughs> things like this would start to come across our our headphones. It reminded me of the Viper, and the, the gauges were set was, a different way. Like this is really cool. <laughs> oh, heard Dermot there for a second. He's disappeared again. So I'll just keep going. <laughs> the poor guy. He really, he really I'm just wanted to talk to you. John. Drove like a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that uh, Frank phone conversation where he comes yeah. in and be like, yeah, you know, I'm so excited and the most important, and then he drops out. That's, yeah, Dave, guys, I'm Dave. back, and I just wanted to say, and then just drops out. Oh, it was just so so beautiful. Uh, but the crowning glory <laughs> is the not one but two snubs the man sitting across from me gave to arguably one of the most terrifying humans alive. His la- name is Liam Neeson. And many years ago, I think it was six years ago, five, six years ago, we got to interview Liam Neeson. Dermot just couldn't make it for whatever reason. (laughs) And I asked Liam Neeson, did he have a message for Dermot? Dermot, we will meet sometime in the future. I won't forget today (laughs) your absence. Cold, flu, come on, be a man. (laughs) See you, Dermot. So that was the first one. And you think like you think Dermot would learn his lesson. Then there's a phone call comes through from our Maria going, guys, guys, 
unbelievable Liam Neeson live in studio can you talk to him yes we say yes Dermot goes oh, actually I, I can't I think I'm on holidays that day <laughs> so message number two comes from Liam Neeson five years later Dermot a joke stops being a joke when it becomes kind of serious and personal <laughs> this is the second time as Dave quite rightly has pointed out that you've stood me up there will not be a third Dermot do you understand me? <laughs> I mean well do you know what? what as irony would have it when I went to see Bono in New York who's sitting a couple of seats down for me? Liam Neeson mm. so this was my chance to make things okay I'm I'm that Dermot you get the chance to say snubbed him again oh! <laughs> Would not like to there be will him. not be a third. Well, Listen, it turns out I'll there was. I'll talk to Liam Neeson when he stops making the same movie over and over <laughs> How again. Dare How about you? that? Somebody did something to you. Now you must get revenge. Liam Come on, Neeson Liam. has found his niche, <laughs> and I, for one, applaud him. It's, Keep it's going, more Mr. Of a Neeson. Crevasse. He's well, down there. He can't get out. <laughs> he doesn't want to get out. <laughs> not I don't niche. want him to get out. Uh, the Dermot Whelan insulting celebrities for a living. <laughs> this. Is today, today FM. Lads, have you tried these bad boys yet? They're Tato Meanies pickled onion flavour. Yeah, we got Mr. Tato was in the building last week and gave us pickled onion flavoured Tato. They, they're they weird because in your mind, as soon as you put it in your mouth, you, you're tasting a meanie. It's an actual mm. meanie, but you're eating the texture of a crisp. I had the incredible driving hunger. You know that hunger that you get when you get into the car and you're Absolutely. like, I wasn't hungry when I sat into I the car. I just finished eating my dinner yeah. into the car. Ah! Now I must, I'm like rooting around in any cavity in the car for any old, like a quarter of a dime bar or something that's in there. <laughs> <laughs> With fluff stuck to it. Totally. Uh, anyway, I had, I had car starve. Right. Uh, so I ate a packet of those meany flavoured crisps. And? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, meanies are great. Like, we know but it's meanies. not easy to transfer the pickled onion fro- f- flavor from a corn snack into a crisp because it's too intense. They've but done it. I think they did it. Uh, one thing, I had the most middle-aged thing that's happened to me in a long time. Uh, I was on the phone to someone having just finished a sucky sweet <laughs> and a bit of it was caught in my throat and I literally couldn't. I said, I'll have to ring you back. I've had a sucky sweet. <laughs> so I literally could not complete the phone call. I had to wait until I had a big drink of water after my sucky sweet. <laughs> Dermot and Dave Playing the music you know Joyce has just walked into the studio Handed Maria something <laughs> And she has gone Oh my god thank you so much But we have to explore what it is Because from here It's very hard to tell what it is It's in a sandwich bag It's a jar To prevent leakage In a sandwich bag Prevent leakage Okay But is it jam? No No it's wobblier than jam Is it beetroot juice? It's very pinky red Thank you <laughs> It is a jar of pickled red onions Homemade. Whoa. Might I add. We did not know this so, about you, that you were a pickle queen. So before I did my first ever lunchtime show, the night before, I was feeling very anxious. Yeah. And I was like, what can I do? I'm so anxious, I need to do something. <laughs> so I pickled some onions. <laughs> Sorry, is this something you picked Naturally. up at that moment in yeah. time, or had you done it before? I'd never done it before. You'd never pickled an onion before? No, and I just decided... Today's the day. It feels right. Why did I waste my time writing a book about meditation <laughs> when really all we needed Pickle. for stress was pickled Pickle onions? Something. Yeah, and I've been doing it ever since. They what, are delicious. What do you pick? Okay, we'll get to the how in a second. What, so I know you can pickle onions. You can pickle cucumbers to make um, pickle gherkin. Okay. I think. I, oh I yes. Which is because I don't like cucumbers, but I love a pickle. Oh, pickle. 
Can you pickle pickles? I know it's in the city, but like... Is a pickle not a... Like, you know, a pickle. You know, the American kids eat pickles. That's gherkin. But that's gherkin. That's just a that's small cucumber, cucumber no? Yeah. No, come yeah. on. What? It's, a, it's just a cucumber. A pickle is That's a, pickled. Yeah. How many times can we say pickle? No, we just blown pickle, Dave's mind. Pickle, gherkin, Did and you think a pickle cucumber. was a vegetable? Like a separate vegetable? A pickle is just a yeah. pickled cucumber. I'm presuming right? pickle, gherkin, and cucumber are three different no. vegetables. No, A pickle is a pickled cucumber. Mm. He's reading something on the internet now. You can also now. throw a cornish on in there if you want to. So a y- small or miniature cucumber that it's has been gherkin. pickled in brine vinegar or another solution left to ferment is a pickle. Yeah. So a pickle isn't a vegetable. Like, You're would you eat a cucumber? Every day school day. Me. Yeah. I am violently allergic to the smell Yeah, same. But would you eat, a, do you eat a pickle in your burger? No. Oh, no. That's no. fair. Um, um, so, so Marie and I got naturally talking about pickled items yesterday. Of course. And I said, I pickle onions. I'll make you a jar. So how do you pickle onions? It's extremely easy. Um, I You put some vinegar and some water. And I, think, some I feel like we need like, cookery music. Or oh, let me grab this. some cookery music while you're oh. talking. Yes, okay. Well, I do um, break out my mandolin, which is my onion slicer. Okay. My life is pretty wild. Can I just randomly pretty pick whatever good. piece of music just comes to mind, rather? Because we're not going to have pickled onion music. Like, so can I just stop in the middle of the folder and hit go on go. the bed? Well, like, you know that we'll uh, domestic bed. We'll make, we, we can make it work. This is putting a lot of pressure on me. Because <laughs> pickled onions is all I got in my arsenal. Uh, perfect. Is that okay? That is pickle music if ever okay, I've heard so how do you make your pickle? So, ladies what's, and gentlemen, the, welcome to today's pickle lesson. <laughs> what's the ratio of vinegar to water? Uh, equal parts. Oh, equal parts. Okay. Yeah, so we do about a cup of water. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a cup of apple cider vinegar or any vinegar of your choice. I just used a still white vinegar. Do you shoot this video from above and then put it straight on to TikTok? Of course. Pamela's uh, <laughs> pickles. Well, come on pickles. now, focus on the on the recipe. So, yeah. what, equal parts vinegar and water, a cup of each. Yeah. Uh, a, a hearty amount of sugar. I use sugar. caster sugar because it's more, it's finer. Okay, so you don't and have to dissolve quicker. Dissolve. Okay. And a pinch of salt. You heat it. You don't boil it. You heat it until the salt and sugar dissolve. You allow it to cool down. You chop up your onions in the meantime. I oh, sorry, onion. the onions aren't in there when you're doing all this. Bit. No, no, no. You do the solution sorry. on its own. Okay, solution on its own. You allow the solution to cool. So, you how many onions onion. are in that reasonably sized one, one jar? One medium red onion. Okay. Yes. Then you chop your onions as thick or as thin as you want them. Obviously, the thinner the quicker they pickle. Pickle, pickle. Put them in the jar. Put the solution on top of it into the fridge. They're good to go in about half an hour. Wow. And they store for up to about, I'd say, a week. Okay. Now, usually I would put a garlic clove in the jar as well. I had no garlic. What's that for? Just extra flavor. And I think sometimes, can't you put, like, cloves? You can put cloves in. You can put fresh dill in if you want. It is up to the individual what flavor they want. Now, I know Maria loves her pickled onions because we can smell them in the studio. Mm. But yeah, you're going to be having that. And they go with everything. I have one my lunch today. Yeah. Well, we're also going to have to get Maria's judgment on the pickled onions Can I say, like I said, I had no garlic, so I used garlic salt. Don't be making a mess May not have worked. I haven't tasted them yet because I didn't want to taste them at 7 o'clock this morning. But... We can do Pam's Pickles reviews. Pam's Pickles is yeah. great for gut health, guys. Yeah. Something Fermentation, etc. And et when you, the onions are all gone and you've got this solution, mm-hmm. which is a great word for anything, do you drink it? I mean, you could drink it if you want your you know, digestive tract to be in... But it's been fermenting for a week, so I probably wouldn't. But it's not just alcohol at that point. Well, you're kind of drinking vinegar, yeah. essentially, which wouldn't be very tasty. Right. So that's but your lesson for today. 
Okay. Pam's pickles. Uh, more reviews to come. If you want to drink it out of a brown paper bag on the street, save, save it for Dave. Go for it. Make him drink it next week. This is today FM. I have to wrap. Can I, can I just give you one thing? I, I love doing facts on my radio show in a segment called Dave's World, where I just do, deliver facts. No one likes them except me, but I love facts, right? I love can facts. I, can I give you my Mission Impossible fact? And maybe you know this, right? Yeah, go for it. So Leno Schifrin, when he wrote the music for the original TV show, the famous ding, yeah. ding, yeah. ding, ding. So it's yeah. two long notes and two short notes. And that's the Morse code for M and the Morse code for I. M-I, Mission Impossible. Long, long, short, short. Dash, dash, dot, dot. I did not know that. Dave, that's a fact that I'm going to tell I'm everyone. I'm going to use that. No, I'm going long, to use long, it. Long, short, short, long, long, short, short, long. That's brilliant, Dave. Yeah. Thank that's you very much. Oh, I don't know. I haven't researched that. Before, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for talking to us thank today. You, that really was good. That was a good end. And hopefully chat to you again in part two. I hope so. Take care. See you, buddy. Bye. Dave, you absolutely wowed the stars of Mission Impossible with Dave's World Facts. I've been preparing for 20 years for it to finally be relevant. I mean, who did you make laugh with uh, Sandra Bullock? You made laugh with one of your bad jokes. Yeah, you know, like you've got to just try these things. world domination here. (laughs) Um, And there's a good chance Rebecca Ferguson and Simon Pegg will go next time they meet Tom Cruise and go, here, Tom. Dave was telling us. <laughs> long, long, short, short. So you're saying that then Tom Cruise is going to say, we should probably get this guy in one of the movies, right? And I'm going to go, yeah, Tom, I'll be there. Because if you deliver a fact, you'll hear can the do fact, it. you'll jump up on the couch and go, ha, ha, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> People liking the interview there with Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson from the new Mission Impossible movie. Remember, though, Dave did insult Shania Twain with his cheese and crackers comment, says Leon. Yeah, that's true. I'm not always the friend of the stars that I think I am. You also uh, told The Edge that you weren't a super fan. Yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> I, I nearly got a free guitar off The Edge. Maybe if I said I'm a super fan, he would have yeah, given me one. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, Dave, they sounded really happy to talk to you, says Breed. Well, thank you, Breed. Yeah, like, it's difficult in those movie junket virtual situations to get everybody to kind of relax and engage. They're there just to go, yes, I'm answering this question for the 57th time today. Yes, I'll also answer this question. What's really difficult as well is if one person is in a bad mood, it affects Mm. the other person because they don't want to appear too happy because they're aware the other person's uncomfortable for some reason. (laughs) So it drags everybody down. And then anything more than two people together in those interviews is a shambles. It is an absolute shambles. But hey, look, we do them all the time. We bring in the biggest stars. And the stars of Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Someone says, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, but it's out in cinemas this coming Monday. Uh, July 10th it's out. So uh, you'll enjoy that. And Peter says, Dave had his own Mission Impossible moment yesterday on his pergola. Like, get a brush, Dave. The drama. Yeah, sorry, to see what Peter's talking about, you'll have to go to my Instagram. I was rescuing a soft toy from the pergola roof and I was a very brave boy. Oh! So go and have a look at at Dave Today FM and you'll see what exactly what was going on there. You got up on a set of kitchen steps, did you? <laughs> well done. Even braver than that. This is Today FM. Call Minogue. It's his time to shine for the new movie Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Went to see it with my two teenage sons last night. What are they Lucky think? enough to be invited along to the premiere screening in Ireland. Did they like it? They absolutely loved it. Mm. They're huge Mission Impossible fans. Anyway, it's, they, it's always on in our house. It's a great franchise. Like This is the seventh movie, and because it's part one, we know there's going to be an eighth, ninth, tenth. When you make... I think about all the other trilogies. There was three movies, and that was it. Mm. Like Eight movies. We're up to eight 
and Mission Tom, Tom Cruise just wants each one to be bigger and better his stunts yeah. to be bigger and better and you just see him like parachuting into shot <laughs> like and it's really him yeah. you're like this, just, this guy just insists on doing everything himself but obviously we won't give away any spoilers about the movie don't worry but isn't the scene in the train pure class yeah, there, yeah. there's just so many memorable moments in it, it anyway amazing. we want you to see it we want you to see it in style overnight stay at the five star Westbury Hotel with breakfast you get dinner champagne you get to see the film at the beautiful Stella Cinema Rath Mines with cocktails in their cocktail bar and you also get movie merch as well yeah of course the all important tickets to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 Colin Minogue's impossible mission this morning was to walk out onto the floor of the Today FM and other radio station offices and try and get a sing song going with Ole 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 he's not allowed to say it he's not allowed to recruit people he was just to walk into a mm. busy office just impromptu yeah uh, how would it work in your office, wherever you happen to be, if you're working today? <laughs> if you just stood up and went, Olay! would would you get funny looks or would they join in with you? I just think that's a that's a good test of a workplace. <laughs> if you could just stand up and start to sing song at any time, well, you're in see. the right job. Let's see how Carl got on. Succeed or fail, Carl, uh, you went out there. Will you bring yeah. us back something? Uh, I brought you back. Maybe a bit of cringe. Have a listen. Okay. Did Carl succeed or fail? Have a listen. So uh, I have to try and get people to sing along with me, ole, ole, ole. So I'm going to act casually first. I kind of go over down there and see what happens. Okay, so we have to judge now. Is four people and Carl making five? Is that get it going? I think for the sake of young Callum, who was singing his heart out, who just got straight into it, I think it deserves to be a succeed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, and somebody from the succeed camp is Elaine Goodwin in Slane. Hello, Elaine. Hi. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dermot. How are you? Oh, we're great. Say hi to Carl, more importantly. Hi, Carl. You're welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> Elaine, you are going along. Overnight stay at the Five Star Westbury Hotel. Breakfast included. Dinner at Wild. Bottle of champagne. Private transfers to the Stella Cinema. Tickets to go see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And the film merchandise pack as well. Congratulations! Yay! Yay! You're welcome. You so love the movie. Oh, wow. What a prize. Thanks so million. All right. Go and enjoy yourself. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 opens in Irish cinemas this Monday, July 10th. Go and see it. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. Colin, yet another success. I know. Tomorrow's going to be such a roller coaster day. If we do hit the 10K and release the song, yeah. and I have to do one of these missions again, it's going to be. <laughs> heart rate's going to be up a lot tomorrow, <laughs> I feel. This is Today FM. Carl, absolutely killing it, lads. It's linear on down. Well, it's the back of the vocals really that make it, but that yeah. is Colin Minogue and Mickey Joe Hart, and there is Linia Undown, the Irish version of We've Got the World Tonight. And you can see the video everywhere. Go to all of the uh, Today FM social media Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dermot and Dave, playing the music you know. We all live in 2023, but Emer's been to Penny's on Henry Street, which is now in 2033. <laughs> so what's going on? So 
I go to Penny's a lot. Yeah. Firstly, because I live quite near Penny's and no better way to while away a few hours than to go <laughs> to Penny's. Particularly that one. I mean, Penny's are great. They're obviously, you know, all different shapes and sizes all over the country. Yes. But the one on Henry Street is, it's a, it's a, a heaven. It's like so many floors. You can go in, you can get your houseware, you can get your clothing. I go in and get my eyebrows done in there, my eyelashes done in there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I live my best life in that Pennies. Okay. <laughs> and I was already living my best life in that Pennies until I went in the other day and they now have self-service tills in Pennies. This is no more queues. What, was there always big queues in there? Yes. Always. I'm not a Penny's person, so I don't oh. really know anything like, about it. It could be 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, or mm. it could be 2 o'clock on a random Monday, and it'll be jammers. Like, I often go in and go pick up loads of stuff and go, ah, it's not worth it. Yeah, no, in fairness, one thing I will say about Penny staff is they have approximately 15 people on the tills at all times. Again, random yep. Tuesday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 15 people on the tills. So even though the queue might look Unbelievably, and they usually snakes around the normal part of the till and then out into the shop. They are flying through them, but you could be waiting. Do they half do an that hour. TK Maxx trick of making you queue through shelves of little oh, yeah. things? Oh god, yeah, you know, damage maker, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one that kills you. And yeah. they started doing that in, in the motorway services as well. Yeah, so you're thinking, I'm going to be good. I'm just going to get a banana and a cup of tea. And then you're just forced to like rub off minstrels until you get to the till. <laughs> Eight it's like double that, but with socks and hair bobbins. Yeah. Like, I don't ever wear my hair yeah. up, but I've definitely come out with hairpins, hair bobbins, <laughs> something for the house. And sometimes it's like. Net. Yeah, sometimes I have like wireless headphones. I'm like, well, if I'm in the queue and waiting, I may as okay. well take these. So let's t- talk us through then the practicalities of the self service tills. So are they beside the tills? Are they somewhere else? So I did some research. I thought, well, this obviously we'll have to talk about this in the show because it's groundbreaking news. So yeah. in the name of research, Research, mm. I went shopping. Oh my God. And yeah, so you go up to the tills and there's two queues that splits two ways. One side you can go and like go to the normal tills and there was still quite a queue for them. Yeah, yeah. See, some things you do need to go to the staff about. You know, I got a top yesterday for a euro, needed to go to the staff. Yeah. You have to do the whole, <laughs> I couldn't leave it behind. Ah, <laughs> and then you go to the left and then there's a the self-service tills. Okay. So you go through and they have them all set up. Anyone who's been to a Tesco or a Dunn's or an all all, you know, they love yeah. them have them. It's all the same. You scan in your item. You have to take off your own hanger, which I thought I'd be more efficient at doing. And I actually really struggled. And I was kind of getting embarrassed. I was like, oh, God, it's very hard to get the hanger. Oh, so now you realize how good the staff are behind. Because they can, like... They can they can be scanning the next item while single handedly removing yeah, the hanger the from the other thing. Yeah, on your shirt. Yeah, yeah, so that was a bit embarrassing. Okay. You have to get the magnetic security thing off. They don't have them. You see, this no. is the thing because when I mentioned this originally, Maria said, "Oh God, they'll just be fleeced," but they because they don't have those magnetic mm. tags on them. So you take off all the, the stuff, scan it in, pay, and this is where they get you. So you take you get your receipt, and I did the typical thing of when I pay for something, I just never take receipts because yeah, hard. just let, let it print yeah. out and sit there for the next person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably never return this anyway. And I was leaving, and your one came running back. She's like, "No, no, no, you need your receipt." And I was like, oh, "I'm not going to return the six euro top, but okay." And then I realized to get out of the self service tills, they have like an airport security style like double oh. door, like sliding door thing that you have to scan your, your receipt brilliant. before you can leave hence needing the receipt gotcha. oh, but couldn't you and no, I don't want to give ideas to thieves but couldn't you <laughs> what it sounds like you're going yeah. to couldn't you have a receipt for four items and seven items in your bag I'm presuming that would be the case now it seems to be really heavily monitored there's loads of staff around I'd say there's loads of cameras there and as well and there's cameras on you so you yeah. know the way in some like some of the Tesco's now they, they have, have the cameras, cameras. I hate yeah. I do not need to look like I'm doing my <laughs> 
<laughs> and they have that thing as well. So I'm assuming that's to kind of keep an eye and they'll go, oh, your one has. Yeah, it's like, the, you know, the Amazon things that have no staff at all, where you walk in and they're ca- it's just cameras are watching you everywhere you go. So they know what's in your bag and they know what's in your basket. And Yeah, but have they ever seen an Irish person slip a Mr. Freeze up their sleeve? I don't think so. <laughs> Ooh, Those cameras cyber. can't see everything. I got everyone. a Mr. Freeze for free recently. What? Yeah, went into a spa. I had had a craving. Very hard to find in my local area. So I was, had, I was on a mission for a couple of days to yeah. try and find one. Finally found a shop that sold them. Went in, delighted with myself. Picked the first one I could see because I was kind of awkwardly leaning into the freezer. Went up to the till to pay. I had to buy something else because I couldn't be like, Hi, <laughs> no, I'm a 33 year old woman. Can I have my Mr. Freeze, please? <laughs> also, I'm paying card. Thanks. <laughs> so I picked up some other bits and he went to scan it and he just looked and he's like, Oh, there's no barcode on that. And I was like, Oh, I'll go get the box. And he's like, That's fine. Just take it. Wow. Free Mr. Freeze. Free best day ever. You got a half a cent worth of ice. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> and colouring. Don't you? Bad mouth, yes. Mr. Freeze. Was it nice? It was, I don't know what I picked a bad flavour. It was what? It was like a watermelony oh, kind of thing. I, I, I should have gone cola. It was at my fault. I got flustered. Yeah, you want the classic. You can't cola, look, look right, free, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Freeze in the eyes. You know. Look, you manage. You nail pennies. I mean, yeah, that's all you got. That's all Somebody says sorry to be that guy, but pennies on Henry Street is actually pennies on Mary Street. I worked there for eleven years. It's the head office for all the country, and its official address is Mary Street. Oh yeah, Street, Henry Street yeah. Go, becomes Mary Street, does it? But hang on, does it not become? Half. Does it not become Mary Street when you go beyond that that venue, the church venue? You see, all, all our, all I our, think our fellow culture listeners now are just going, lads, will you shut up about Dublin? No, we won't. That's where they got the self-service sales and pennies. Get over yourselves. It's also in Dundrum. It's also in Dundrum, yeah, which is also, also in Dublin. Yes, but they're working their way through. They've been, like, I think they've done it in 147 stores in the UK. And they're also in the UK trialing click and collect. Click and collect pennies. Like the know. danger. No, the you see, danger. Looking, you know when you buy stuff online, you click in, and then you go back to your bus and you're like, oh, gee, I don't need that, and I don't need that. The joy is when you're queuing up at the tills, and you're like, ah, bobbins. All right, you think it's the other way around. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you could click and collect pennies, that sounds, <laughs> sounds like a recipe for disaster. Uh, have you been and have you experienced it anywhere? Let us know in 87 4100 Would you be interested in bypassing the tills? and doing it yourself and taking off the hangers and scanning through security doors. Maybe it's all too much of a hassle. Let us know on 87 4100 Emer, come back from 2033. We need you back here now. Jason Derulo, want to want me, Dermot and Dave on Today FM. What, you playing the guitar? He's playing a really He's playing the really most out of tune thing. Terrible version of a particular song. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Can I guess what it is. Imagine, sir, can I just say, imagine during Jason Drew and you're trying to enjoy Jason Drew. This is beside your ear, right? It's out of tune. <laughs> so, so while you had, while you had. No. No, it's not Sam Fender. While you had. And I'm all, all one, two, one, man. And you're like, oh, that's a bop, that's a good Friday tune. This is what I've got. It's just like you're there with Come the band. This is Today FM. Challenge anyone to show me a bad Mark Wahlberg movie. Uh, no, Mark, no, no, no. Mark Wahlberg is like Aldi. I don't mind. Like it's fine. No, 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 it's but not don't fine. don't expect no. amazing. No, In Aldi, sorry. you get ham Slice pan, yeah. butter, yeah. Coke Zero. Yeah, you exactly. get what you that, get. That's what Mark Wahlberg is. Yeah. But I'm He's saying every pan. single time you go into Mark Wahlberg Aldi, you come out satisfied. Every time. Jake Gyllenhaal is like. He's Harrods. 
He's a Voca. The next or, time we have Mark Wahlberg in, I want you to tell him he's a sliced pan. <laughs> and let's, uh, let's me and you, Dave, stand back and see what happens. We'll let the listeners decide. Actually, Fine. I think it's turning into actors and bread. Okay. okay. You've narrowed it down to that. Right. I would say Pierce Brosnan is a, a crusty loaf. Like a tiger loaf? It's a nice crusty loaf. Okay. He's got a bit of quality lot, about him. There's a lot more actors than types of bread. I know. There's, well, there's well, they can the loaves, loaves and pastries. Oh, pastries. Oh, right. Yeah. So someone, right. who's, who's a pecan pie when you think about them? Well, I know. I think pick the actor and then you'll know. Okay. So say Russell Crowe. Yeah. Russell Crowe is... Um, he... This is falling down <laughs> around him and I'm absolutely about, loving it. I'm about, absolutely loving what, it. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, 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 Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. He, what, what bread would you or pastry would you associate him with? Uh, First thing comes to mind, you know, real quick. Oh, good crusty roll. You said crusty loaf and crusty roll. Yeah, what, about, what about Matt Damon? He's got nothing, Ray. He's got oh, nothing. No, I Matt know. Damon, solid batch. Solid batch. Oh, wow. Life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a go on 087 4100 Please help Dermot with his terrible only male analogies. Um, no, it could be any of them. Like, um, <laughs> What's Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, Jennifer Lawrence is like um, a fresh Danish pastry. Oh, right. Mm. That's too broad. Apple Which or, pastry? Apple or, or raisin? There's so many. It could be the swirly raisin. Swirl. It could be the pecan pie. It could be, like, there's millions. Swirl. She's a swirly. <laughs> <laughs> Just, look, you know what? Just go and watch the telly. Stop listening to this fellow. Lots of reaction in to Dermot's idea that you can, well, it, there's about three ideas. Okay, so the first idea was that actors are like supermarkets. And the second one was that they're like bread. And we just like, went to bread. And then the third one was bread and pastries. So it's very... Well, look, Joanna, Joanna gets, she says, Harrison Ford is like a whole meal roll. It's forgettable because you don't normally go for it. But when you have it, you immediately remember how good it is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt Damon is a hot dog roll. You see, I wouldn't say that. A hot dog roll would be this kind of cheap and throwaway. Whereas Matt Damon is, he's solid. Right, well, Breed was on and she said this. I agree with Dermot here, uh, Dave. Mark Wahlberg is good, but not in all movies. Uh, you've got Jason Bateman and also, uh, can I put in Killian Murphy there? Because uh, he is top in everything that he does and the new Oppenheimer movie is going to be class. Can't wait to see it. I suppose the, the thing to kind of input into this mm. equation is your personal taste, right? So I'm saying that for me, Wahlberg's a guarantee. Like, I know I'm going to enjoy that movie. I'm not saying it, they're the best movie. Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy a Wahlberg movie. There's yeah, no like you, w- like you enjoy a white slice pan. Yeah, so that's why he's a white slice pan. Yeah, I'm fine. Not fancy. He just gets the job done, and I love it every time. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't be happier. Okay, 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 fine, fine. fine, fine. You, you like a slice pan? I do. <laughs> like I would <laughs> say, Matt Damon is more of a, like a good soda bread, but you know it's. You take slices, take slices of Damon. Why am I just allowing him to do this? Dave was on to us as well. Dave, in regards to Mark Wahlberg movies, I watched Uncharted last night, and it's terrible. <laughs> so I'd rather eat a large slice pan than actually watch that again. But what's wrong with eating a large slice pan? It's like the best day ever. Yeah, but he doesn't want to eat the whole thing in one go. Oh my god! Like that movie is pretty bad. I remember when I first started going out with my wife when she was my girlfriend. And I went to her house and she has twin brothers, big, burly lads who are older than me. And I was like, oh, hi, how's it going? Please accept me into your family. 
and her brother went into the kitchen and he got an entire sliced pan and made a sandwich out of every slice including the crust and then put them down on a breadboard and, and sat down on the telly and he, I just watched him and he ate every single sandwich I was like <laughs> as he got look, as after two I was like he's probably just going to leave the rest for tomorrow for some fate or something what was in the sandwiches? Like ham and cheese or whatever. Like, and at the end, I was like, tired of clapping. Go on, Carol. Go on, yay! Finish the whole thing. You just looked at me going, Why are you so into this? It's really weird. This is one of the best things I've ever seen. That's so That's so much Mark Wahlberg to eat in one go. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.